Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 show. It's the most anticipated movie of the summer and we don't have much longer to wait to see Margot Robbie as Barbie on the big screen and it seems this movie is making an impact not only on film lovers but on fashion lovers as well as Barbie style is everywhere at the moment but it's not unusual for a movie to have a big impact on style because Hollywood has a long history of influencing fashion. Joining me now to discuss this is image consultant Maria Macklin from House of Colour. How are you getting on Maria? Hi, Sinead. I'm very well, thanks. And I'm not wearing pink. You're not wearing pink. Listen, look at, you know, I, <laughs> pink is everywhere. There's so much of it at the moment. And I know you're not somebody now to jump on a passing trend, but I have to admit, right, as a huge Barbie fan, I am sort of loving all of this now. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm not, I'm, yeah, I don't diss these things, Sinead. Yeah. And this is, this is more a fad than a trend. There's a difference. A trend tends to last three to five years and okay. maybe sometimes longer. A fad is, is exactly that. It comes and it goes very, very quickly. The, 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 I suppose the problem I have is that people jump on it and then they jump straight off it again. And so mm. they fill their wardrobe with things that they'll only wear once. That's my issue with fads. It's not necessarily about Barbie. But because of the way we get information now, everything is amplified. So it seems that it's just all over the place. Everything is louder. We see more of it. We see it more fat, you know, more quickly. And it, it, it does seem like it's everywhere. And of course, it's summer. So yeah. there's not much news going on. Well, there is, you know, there is. <laughs> you said it, Maria. You said yeah. it. And so, it, you know, these things tend to come out in the summer because there's a space to, for that noise to, to take over. But, you know, when La La Land came out, everybody mm. wore yellow. Oh, really? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yellow left the shop that time and yellow is, is often last to leave the shop. So, you know, these things come and go. They really do. And, you know, Margot Robbie must be working overtime now with the stylist because at every yeah. premiere she's there. Yeah. It is a PR moment for Barbie. I mean, she's I know. gone so far as actually recreating looks from Barbie dolls down through the years. I mean, that is very good PR, isn't it? It's huge PR. And, and I'm sure the sales of Barbie will skyrocket. Yeah. You know, as the as these things happen, and I and I'm assuming that I don't know whether that's the reason this was made. I mean, I'm, I don't understand the commercials of it. Um, 
I just know oh, that this it's is a no. Huge this is I. Drama. I would say now. I haven't seen it myself, but I would say so. Judging from Greta Gerwig, the director, this is going to be a whole new uh, imagination of what Barbie is to people. I think, okay. and this is like you know. I, I think this is going to be a really important movie. It's going to have a lot to say about feminism. I think, oh, and it's okay. going. Yeah. Really oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's interesting because I I haven't studied that part of it so much but yes it 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 absolutely she's she's playing it so well and you're right every time she steps out she does it perfectly it's yeah. it's amazing it's amazing it really is and i'm loving that she's throwing back you know to barbie dolls from sort of the 60s and even as far back even as the as i think the 50s as well that she she sort of nodded to which is really i mean the designers must be having a great crack with this altogether must absolutely be, absolutely must be and i never had a barbie doll i had oh, really? one cindy i didn't have much interest in ah. her I, I i wasn't a doll person okay um, there were Cindy's in our house, but we didn't have Barbies. I don't know why that was. I don't know what the difference. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, we had we had both. We had both, but okay. I was Barbie obsessed, and I actually remember oh, yeah. you, you'll appreciate this now, Maria. I remember going to my older cousin's house to you know play Barbies, or whatever. She'd be kind of you know tolerating me, I no doubt. And Barbie that I had at the time um, had this beautiful green suede blazer coat, right? And I remember very my cool. cousin. Yeah, it was very cool. It was kind of like oversized as well. And I remember my cousin put this on Barbie, right? And no top underneath. I mean, she was very daring now, wasn't she? Very daring. Yeah. And I mean, she was very fashion forward. Just thinking of that now. That's everywhere at the moment. That sounds amazing. If we, could, <laughs> if we could make them all bigger, you know, just yeah. put them in a 3D printer and ex- expand them. Some of them are gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they really are. And, uh, you know, I think <laughs> so many memories around Barbie. I really do. But, you know, a movie having an impact on fashion is not something new. Like, this is going no. all the way back, isn't it? Yes, it does. It goes all the way back as far as Marilyn Monroe. Road, James Dean, you mentioned Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Catherine Hepburn was one of the first to wear trousers. She oh. wore trousers a lot in her films and that gave people, women, permission to wear trousers. So Hollywood has had a huge impact. Um, Brigitte Bardot in, the, in her bikini from And God Created Woman. Do you remember yeah, that? And then yeah. every woman ran out and bought a bikini. Rebel Without a Cause was where James Dean wore his leather jacket and his jeans and a white t-shirt. It cool became it became cool to wear a leather jacket over a white t-shirt and jeans, and it became rebellious because it was in the title "Rebel." I'm a rebel. Mm. Marilyn Monroe and her dress in the Seven Year Itch, where she stood over the um, oh the fence, the grate. Yeah, 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 the grate when her dress. But I mean, we're still wearing people are still wearing dresses very like that. I was watching uh, the Sewing Bee last night, and they made an Audrey Hepburn little black black dress from Breakfast at Tiffany's. They oh, had to recreate it, so you know, 40 years later and we're still wearing, people are still wearing that Audrey Hepburn dress. In Annie Hall, apparently, Diane Keaton wore her own clothes in that film. Oh, She's that's very interesting. And very androgynous and all of those clothes in that film she wore. Now, they don't suit everybody. Mm. Like, all of these clothes, you know, you have to be the right physicality and you have to have the right personality to wear some of these clothes. But they do create a stir and they do cause people to sit up and change and maybe get inspired and there's nothing wrong with that. Do you remember Clueless and the wardrobe? Oh, uh, and you know that's coming back into to, to shops. I have seen that twin set yeah. trickle back Preppy, in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Preppy comes back time and again. It was in Love Story. It's in Clueless. Yeah, and it comes in. It's 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 never going to go away. The Great Gatsby in 2013. That was another one that brought in. Yeah, I'm that. loving all that flapper style you see as well. Yeah. 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 And then you know, if we even think about television, look at Peaky Blinders and the. Oh, of, of course. Men. 
Yeah. And how they dress up. Everything. Yes, they and are dressing all, up. Yes, they are. And they're wearing the little chain watches even. I mean, down to that detail. Oh, that's very interesting. I'm actually yeah. getting some messages in here now as well. Um, the, we had the brother in the all leather get up from the Matrix. I don't know. I think he might be on his own there, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Matrix. Don't ask me about that one. Oh, that's in the late 90s. Oh, listen, I think okay. that's going to be okay. right up your alley now, Maria. Wait till you see all the style in that. But uh, they do they do wear all kind of black leather kind of because there's kind of these agents. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you have the Ray-Bans that Tom Cruise wore. Oh, yes. And Ray-Ban sales went through the roof. It caused them, it stopped them from going bust. Was that from Risky Business? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Imagine all that way back. And uh, somebody else actually saying about the Annie Hall here as well. Uh, Trouser suits, waistcoats was obsessed with them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Waistcoats are right back. There are waistcoats everywhere. I mean, for women, not for men, they're always there. But for women, they're, they're, they're in the shops right now. And how would you wear one now? Because I only have flashbacks to the horrific yokes that were all embroidered. And well, I, well people... they're more fitted now. So okay. they're, quite, they're quite masculine. They're more fitted. And you wear them with nothing under them. So it's like a top. Okay. I don't know if I could do that, Maria. Buttoned up, obviously. Buttoned up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeepers. I don't know. I don't know if the world's ready for that one. <laughs> but, well, no, I know. But, but you could, I mean, you can wear them the way you've always worn them over a shirt, over okay. a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that works as well. Um, so, yeah. you know, I mean, we're talking really about star power here. I mean, these guys were probably early influencers. I mean, if you were a big enough star, people were going to oh, copy yeah. what you were wearing. Yeah, influencers have been around ever since um, that, that fellow who got dressed in his window every morning in, in London in the 1890s. I can't remember his name. Uh, he was he was the very first influencer, and he was the one who encouraged men to change from knickerbockers into trouser suits. Oh. Trousers. That's way back in the eighteen nineties. There was an influencer. I mean, so there have been influencers through the years. They've just they just used different platforms, and film was one of those very strong platforms, and pop music. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking so, earlier on as well about Madonna, who transcends kind of the both of them here, like desperately seeking Susan. That was her moment, wasn't it? And then everyone was copying that style. They were. And they went to the disco in it. Yes. I remember them with the fingerless gloves and the lace fingerless gloves and the little lacy skirts. Yeah, and leg warmers then from, from fame. The leg warmers came in. We all had those. You're probably too young for those. I was just going to ask you, I do remember Fame when it was rerun. Early 80s. Kind of, yeah. Early 80s, it was a TV series. Yes, I remember that. But, wore leg warmers. So what yeah. did what, what trends did Maria Macklin jump on now back in the day? Go I on. had leg warmers. I had a pair of those. <laughs> I had a Farrah Fawcett headband. Oh, I love it. it was, but it wasn't a headband. It was kind of a rolled up scarf. I found a scarf. I don't know where I found it. I rolled it up. And I put it around my head with my fringe coming out over the top. And oh, boy, lovely. I think I was the coolest. I thought I was the coolest thing. Oh, listen, I'd you know. say you were. You were. You <laughs> have to see so. if there's photographic evidence of that, Maria. I, know, I need to see that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, Farrah Fawcett now. We did have another one on, on Farrah Fawcett. And the flares and Charlie's Angels, that was big time here as well, wasn't it? Yes. And do you remember the Dallas parasuits with the big shoulder pads? Oh, yeah. Dallas is right as well. Yeah. Yes. So we had all of those as well and lots of flicky hair. Lots of flicky hair. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I do see the flares coming Dallas back in as well. Flares? Yeah. Well, if, you know, some of these things never go away. There's mm. a style for people and some people will always wear them and will wear them well. 
So flares work for, for a, is a particular body shape that works very well with flares. If you have a curvy bottom, mm-hmm. then flares are a lovely way of balancing that off. You know, you don't have to go hugely wide, but flares yeah. are there. Palazzo trousers are still here. Here, they're Catherine Hepburn's favourite. Uh, skinny trousers are still here. Cigarette pants, they were Audrey Hepburn's favourite. So these things endure if you know what you're doing and if you can find the ones that are right for you. Fantastic. And is there anything else then, Maria? Because as you mentioned, the Barbie fad, it's a fad. We're not going to be seeing Barbie probably come the autumn sort of winter time. No, Definitely not. No, no, that's all I would say. You know, pink, there, there's, there's, there are a hundred shades of pink. Understand which is the right pink for you. Mm. And then it won't be a fad. It'll be a trend for you or it'll last longer for you. So jumping on a fad is very unsustainable. If you're going to get lots of wear out of it, fine. But if you're buying something to wear once, then please don't. Yeah, don't. Don't be doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, somebody. Oh, this is a great one. Somebody says Andy from Pretty in Pink was a big style influence on me. Now, that's, uh, you know, um, Molly Ringwald from Pretty in Pink. And you would love her, Maria, because she was all about upstyling stuff, wasn't she? Yes, she was. She she started the whole thrifty, thrifty trend. Yes, she was. She started, uh, she changed changed the thrift store clothes up into cool fashion. Yeah. So she launched the DIY movement, really, which again has really come back with a vengeance right now, which is great. Oh, it's it's fantastic to see. And I know we're going to talk about this closer, maybe in the in the next time we have you on, uh, because Sustainable September will be coming up to raise awareness on that. Now, before I let you go, I have to ask you, you have had a bit of a rebrand. Well, I'm part of a franchise, Sinead, which is yeah. House of Colour, and we are a global company. We are concentrated in the UK and the States, and I'm the only franchise holder in Ireland. And really, we're really uh, concentrating on ensuring that our brand is seen for the integral, very highly trained people that we are, mm-hmm. because there's a colour trend on TikTok, which shows people that you can use a filter and put it around your face on a photograph or on a screen, which you can't. And we really need to people to understand that you get what you pay for. So if you don't, you know, if you don't pay a really good consultant, you won't get a really good rep- service. So really, we're branding, rebranding to let people know that they're going to the premium yes. brand, the premium image consultants out there. Because and so we've all been told just really to focus on that so that people understand what they're getting when they come to us. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's ridiculous. A TikTok filter. Should that oh, doesn't... Yeah, oh, listen, as you know, I've been in the chair with you. I know how this works. Um, yeah. There's no filter that's going to be magic no. this happening. No, no, no. 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 Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. So, Maria, but people can still get in touch with you, but your, the name of your social media is just House of Colour, is it? It's House of Colour, Maria Macklin. Yeah, so it's, yeah. So it's pretty straightforward, pretty obvious. And so when you see a House of Colour person or logo, we all give the same service. We all use the same process. We're all highly trained. And so it's like going into any franchise. You know what you're going to get before you walk in the door. Fantastic. Well, Maria, thank you so much for joining us with all of that. Great information on the impact of uh, the movies on style. Great having you as always. You're welcome, Sinead. Thanks. I'm so- off to put on find my leg warmers. <laughs> She's a way off to find the leg warmers. Absolutely brilliant. So House of Colour, Maria Macklin, that's where you'll find her on social media. Also, if you pop, if you're following me, you'll see there um, that I've shared some of Maria's stories as well. The 11 to 1 show.